Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day your Lord is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. So thankful to be with you once again for this episode of the program, Watch Therefore. We're continuing on in the study of the book of 1 Thessalonians, written by the Apostle Paul. The Holy Spirit anointed Paul to prepare the Thessalonian disciples of Messiah Jesus to be ready for the rapture. He prepared them to watch therefore and be ready. One way he did so was by teaching them how to know the will of God for their own lives. Let's listen to Paul's advice for us today. But first, let's ask for help from that same Holy Spirit anointed Paul. Oh, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you for your kindness, goodness, and mercy and love. And we ask you, Holy Father, to send your Holy Spirit in the name of Messiah Jesus to bless everyone who's watching today. Help us to watch, therefore, and be ready and teach us your will for our lives and how to know it. Thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Let's review, read this powerful first part of chapter five that we went over last time. But concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you, for you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in darkness, so that this day should overtake you as a thief. You are all sons of light and sons of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk are drunk at night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and as a helmet the hope of salvation. For God did not appoint us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with Him. Therefore, comfort each other and edify one another just as you also are doing. And we saw the last time the signs Paul spoke of here are for our generation like none other. Let's continue now and finish this powerful Holy Spirit inspired letter. Moving on to verse 12. And we urge you, brethren, to recognize those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake. Be at peace among yourselves. So we're, we're reminded that our great Savior Jesus has left leadership in place to labor amongst 
and admonish his people. These men are to labor in their positions with their giftings. Look with me at Ephesians chapter 4. And he himself gave some, gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God and to a perfect or mature man to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. These have the authority from the Lord to admonish, meaning to instruct and even warn, and to recognize them, look for how they love. They love the Lord with all of their hearts, and they love people, especially those in the congregations where they serve, and how they live. Do they live authentically for our Savior Jesus, and how they labor in the Word of God and in the lives of those in the congregation? Do they tell the truth in love? An authentic leader in the body of Messiah, Jesus, will tell the truth in love. It's important to recognize and esteem them very highly. They're not as easy to find these days. So when you find them, truly appreciate them. Doing so promotes harmony among the congregation of the righteous in Messiah Jesus. In a moment, Paul's going to speak of the unruly, and there's a passage that you would do well to heed. It's in Hebrews chapter 13. And, and, and listen as I kind of unpack this. You ready? Obey those who have the rule over you and be submissive, for they watch out for your souls as those who must give account. Let them do so with joy and not with grief, for that would be unprofitable for you. So check this out. Since those in congregational leadership will be held accountable to the Lord for how they watch out for the souls of those in the congregation. Those in the congregation will be held accountable by the Lord for the truth they received from the leadership. But again, make sure as, as you think of this word be sub, or this term be submissive to them, that this is the leadership that is authentic based on those things I mentioned just a moment ago. Now, moving on to verse 14. And 15, now we exhort you, brethren, warn those who are unruly, comfort the faint-hearted, uphold the weak, be patient with all. See that no one renders evil for evil to anyone, but always pursue what is good, both for yourselves and for all. Along with warning the unruly, Paul exhorts the Thessalonian disciples to comfort the faint-hearted, especially in these perilous times. There will be those in the body of Messiah in the church, in the Messianic congregations, who feel like they can't take another step of faith in the Lord. And, and so he says to comfort and calm those who are faint-hearted. In the biblical Greek, it means little-spirited. Faint-hearted there, little-spirited. We're to comfort and calm them and, and to hold on to, hold up. Tell, tell them, you can lean on me to those who are weak, meaning without strength. Yeah, And regarding verse 15, in a world that is becoming more violent by the moment, more violent and more selfish, what do we need to do? Make sure that we don't render evil for evil, right? But always pursue what is good, both for yourselves and for all. Look for win-win situations. It's not I win and you lose. Look for win-win situations, even if it costs you a little something. Look for win-win win situations as a testimony to our Savior, Messiah, Yeshua, who's coming any moment for us 
in the clouds. Hallelujah. Now, how would you like to know that you know that you know that you're in God's will for your life? Well, here are three things any disciple of the Lord can do right now to know they're in God's will. Are you ready? Number one, rejoice always. I'm just going to read verses 15 uh, through 18 and go through these. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So number one, rejoice always. Remember, we saw the Thessalonian disciples of Messiah Jesus were persecuted horribly. Let's refer back to chapter 2. For you, brethren, became imitators of the churches of God, which are in Judea in Christ Jesus. For you also suffered the same things from your own countrymen, just as they did from the Judeans. So they're in this time of, of terrible testing and suffering. How can Paul tell them to rejoice always? Well, it's because that's how Paul walked out his faith in the Lord. And he experienced the glory and the favor and the miracles of the Lord in every trial. Oh, hallelujah and oh, hallelujah, right? And so it's from prison. It's from prison for the gospel's sake that Paul writes this to the Philippians. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice and the Lord met him there and graced him out and filled him with the Holy Spirit to write much of what we hold in our hands, the Holy Word of God, the Bible. Someone say hallelujah. Two, pray without ceasing. Sadly, so much of modern Christianity uses prayer as kind of a last resort instead of loving the Lord enough to want to talk to him and to hear from him. And also, prayerlessness is an expression of of self-reliance and you couldn't pick a worse generation to be self-reliant yeah no no we need to say my help comes from the Lord maker of heaven and earth and I'm going to be walking constantly in prayer hallelujah and so I'm going to discuss more about in everything give thanks in just a moment but remember rejoice always pray without ceasing and, and, and if we do this wow it changes everything. It changes everything. When, when you're rejoicing, even in difficult times, and praising this great Savior, yeah, it, it stands against everything that your eyes see and, and the thought of, I'm going to wind up at the bottom of the cliff on the ground there, mangled. No, it rejects all of that and says, I'm going to seek the Lord. What are you going to do, Lord? I praise you and I trust you. Rejoice always and, and, and pray without ceasing. Walk through your day praying. Walk through your day seeking the Lord. Start your day early and walk through your day seeking the Lord and praying. Hallelujah. And we'll look at the third thing, how to know God's will for sure in just a few minutes. Hallelujah. Watch therefore and be ready. This Watch Therefore television program and message is going into 200 million homes in 200 countries. Oh, hallelujah as the Lord is using this as a tool to help make disciples who will hear from Him one day very soon. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message stirs the lukewarm to repent and seek after the Lord with a whole heart. It also ties perfectly with the gospel as many see the desperate need for a Savior in these waning hours of this prophetic generation. Remember to watch Therefore and be ready. Along with our Watch Therefore television program, 
we have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations, like Romans 1.16 says, to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our co-founding partner of Blessing Israeli Believers, John McTurnan, and myself, we co-founded the ministry as we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations, where we go to many countries in Africa and other places as well, getting out the gospel, preaching the Watch Therefore message, seeing many saved, helping orphans and widows as well. Oh, what incredible opportunities we have through blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. What a way to watch therefore and be ready when our Savior comes for us in the clouds. A great way to get acquainted and stay close to our ministry is through our monthly free newsletters. You can receive your Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations newsletter by post or by email. Now we have updates about what's going on in the ministry along with important devotionals that will help you to watch therefore and be ready. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv and sign up for our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly newsletters. Along with prayer, there are those who would like to financially partner with our ministry. First, let me say this. If you've not yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would be our guest and even pray to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord today. For those who would like to financially partner with the ministry, there's three primary ways to do so. You can give to our Watch Therefore television program, our ministry Blessing Israeli Believers, or Poured Out for the Nations. You can do so by post or online. There's information there on the screen. What a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven and to watch therefore and be ready. And finally, I'd like to share a couple Bible passages with you that have changed my life and blessed me tremendously. Psalm 41, blessed is he who considers the poor. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive, and he will be blessed on the earth. You will not deliver him to the will of his enemies. The Lord will strengthen him on his bed of illness. You will sustain him on his sickbed. Proverbs 19, he who has pity on the poor lends to the Lord, and he will pay back what he has given. Through our ministries, Watch Therefore and Poured Out for the Nations, we have deep relationships with reliable, godly men who minister to the poor in India, to pastors in Kenya, a ministry in Rwanda, and also Burundi. These all work faithfully and directly with some of the poorest people you can imagine, sharing the gospel and helping them in the name of Messiah Jesus with food and other essentials. There are special promises the Lord keeps for those who consider the poor. As the Holy Spirit leads you to stand on these promises, join us by designating on your check or the notes section online, the poor. Welcome back to the program, Watch Therefore. Today we're finishing this rapture preparation book of the Bible, 1 Thessalonians. And before the break, I introduced three ways to know God's will. We looked at the first two, rejoice always and pray without ceasing. Here's the third, always giving thanks. Those thankful to our Heavenly Father, our loving Savior Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are so pleasing to the Lord. Ingratitude is an expression of a real lack of understanding of who the Lord is and what He's done for us. If we just understand a little of who He is, this holy, great, almighty God, 
and, and a little bit of what he's done, is doing, and will do for us, we would walk out a thankful life day after day, thanking him for so much and still not even getting close to the bottom of all of what he's done for us. Oh, hallelujah. Now, I want to give you a testimony uh, of a great preacher who's now with the Lord. He passed away years ago. In his elderly years, he put fiery disciples of the Lord all over the world, a real revivalistic preacher and pastor. And he gave a testimony uh, of how someone approached him and asked him, Preacher, now in the morning, when I thank the Lord for my breakfast, isn't that good enough to last for the whole day, or do I have to pray at every meal? And this is what he answered. He said, if you've been to some of the places I've been and seen some of the things I've seen, you'd thank the Lord every third bite. Yes. And, and so these are the one, two, threes of knowing God's will. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Always giving thanks. And that's why in verse 19, the Apostle Paul writes, do not quench the Spirit. If we do our one, two, threes, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and always giving thanks, we will not quench or grieve the Holy Spirit. Now let's read verses 20 through 22. Do not despise prophecies, test all things, hold fast what is good, abstain from every form of evil. You see, we should appreciate those who prophesy the things of the Word and the ways of the Lord into our lives. Think, think of this old saying, you can challenge the Word of the Lord with your troubles, or you can challenge your troubles with the Word of the Lord. And this is just one example of how it's great to have people prophesying the good things of the Lord into our lives in times of trouble, for example. And of course, that's just one of many potential uh, opportunities to prophesy into each other's lives. We should speak a right now word from the word of the Lord or that certainly complements the word of the Lord into each other's lives. Here are a few today I'm going to prophesy to you. Uh, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. And here's another one. Call it all joy, my brother, when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance or patience, but let endurance have its perfect work, that you may be perfect, mature, complete, lacking in nothing. And I prophesy this to you today. By the natural eye, as conditions are worsening all around us, it looks like everything's falling apart. But if you know the prophetic word of the Lord, if you know Bible prophecy, you know, no, really, everything's coming together. Oh, hallelujah. We should have a measure of faith and presence of the Holy Spirit to prophesy into the lives of our brethren. But we should also test, the, test those things by the word of the Lord, the Bible, and by other mature brothers and sisters in the faith of our Messiah, Yeshua, our Lord Jesus. So much of what is called prophetic today, sadly, is a cheap counterfeit, and it's more like demonic future telling. In these modern days of Noah, great corruption has not only come to the, to the world, but also the congregation of the righteous in Messiah Jesus. So we need to test all things. And we also need to abstain from every kind of evil, even if it uses the name of our Lord and Savior. You see, so much is acceptable today that really is pure evil. Many things that are legal 
or acceptable today in this wicked world certainly are evil. But folks, remember this. The wages of sin is still death. Yeah? And then again, we see the Holy Spirit rapture preparation underscored. Paul ends with what has been peppered through his entire letter. The rapture and Bible prophecy. Continuing on. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may our May your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Our Heavenly Father, the God of peace, is sending again His only begotten Son for us. He's coming for us in the rapture to take us back to that place He's been preparing for us, which I'll speak about more in just a moment. And then we will return with Him as He takes up His position on the throne of David in Jerusalem. He's the Prince of Peace and the King of glory. And our Abba Father has set us apart, sanctified us from this wicked world. And now, as we're quickly approaching the rapture, He wants us to cooperate with His grace in a sanctification process. He's purifying us, and He wants us to cooperate by purifying ourselves as we watch, therefore, and be ready. Remember, the bride waiting with great hope for the groom in the ancient Jewish wedding. The groom has gone to prepare a place for her at the father's house and will come any moment to take his bride back to that place. Now, in that context, listen to 1 John 3. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called children of God. Therefore, the world does not know us because it did not know him. Beloved, now we are children of God and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. But we know that when He is revealed, we shall be like Him. For we shall see Him as He is. And everyone who has this hope in Him purifies himself just as He is pure. Now, having said that, in that context, look again with me at 1 Thessalonians 5.23. Now may the God of peace Himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. To be blameless means that no one could lay a legitimate charge against you. Our Father wants our whole spirit, soul, and body to be preserved blameless when our Savior comes for His bride. Excuse me a moment. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. Do you know the best thing about this? He does the heavy lifting. Look at the next passage. He who calls you is faithful who also will do it. I'll never forget when I started in the faith in Messiah Yeshua that this dear mature brother saw me having some struggles and he said, you hold on to him in your weakness and in your frailty and don't worry, he's holding on to you with a mighty grip. He's holding on to you much stronger than you could ever hold on to him. Truly, it just takes a mustard seed of faith. He will do it. He will get us to the finish line. Oh, hallelujah. And thank you, Lord Yeshua. Hallelujah. And so look at verse 25. Brethren, pray for us. It's so important that we pray for one another and especially those who are getting out the gospel and making disciples. And I'll ask you right now, please pray for me. And I know that many of you are. I thank you for so many kind notes that I get from uh, many prayer and financial partners. I read them 
every month I read them and uh, we have an administration team that collects them and sends them to me and I read them and I pray for you according to the prayer requests that are in those letters. He says, greet all the brethren with a holy kiss and um, you might uh, consider praying if there's other acceptable ways of the Lord to greet one another uh, in this time of a global pandemic. And if you have peace with a holy kiss, then you, you go for that. Anyhow, I charge you by the Lord, he says in the next verse, I charge you by the Lord that this epistle be read to all the holy brethren. And certainly I've done my part teaching 1 Thessalonians line upon line uh, through the weeks. Yes? And he says, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Yeah. The Lord's goodness toward us, though we don't deserve it. The Lord's saving grace, the Lord's teaching grace and sanctifying grace that changes us into his image and his glorifying grace that will fully redeem us in glorified bodies, eternal bodies, consummating this eternal life he's given us upon our salvation into receiving Messiah Yeshua, Lord Jesus, as Savior and Lord. That grace is for you today. And, and let me ask you, have you truly received his saving grace? Have you truly been born from above? I, I, I know of a lot of religious people they go to church, they have Bibles, they even give to the church and other good causes, but they've never truly been born again. And our Savior Jesus said, unless you're born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Oh, please receive his grace today. Don't go to hell. Don't go to hell. Yeah, we've all sinned against the Lord and fallen short of his glory. We've all cursed his name and lied and stolen and done many other things at different times in our life. But he lived a sinless life. And he died on the cross to pay for our sins that we shouldn't go to hell. And he says, this is what you need to do to be saved from your sins. Repent, begin to change your mind about your sins. There's nothing good enough you've done that can buy his grace or buy your way out of hell. No, he paid it all on the cross. And he rose from the grave on the third day. And today he wants you to repent of your sins, change your mind about your sins, turn away from them and put your faith in him alone what he's done for you on the cross. This is the gospel that he died on the cross and rose again to pay for our sins. Receive him, cry out to him as your savior and Lord. Jesus, Lord, save me, be my savior and Lord. And he'll send his spirit to live in you and forgive you and give you eternal life. And if you're doing that today, there's information at the bottom of your screen. Contact us, we have some free literature to send you to help you begin your new life in Messiah Yeshua, Christ Jesus. Do that, please. And for everybody who's watching, walk out the things you've heard today and watch therefore and be ready. Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus, is coming for us any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, 
are watching for King Jesus to return. Watch therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again Our conquering king on that day His sword will go forth To take back and restore what 